Okay, I'll start by stating my name and anything like that. Well, um, this is Becky Fenley okay. here at the Spider House Ballroom at the Austin Archives Bazaar with Madeline Moya. Um, and they are here on October 19th, 2014 uh, to tell a story about Austin. So I'll leave you ladies to it. Hi, Mom. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I thought I'd talk today about my family's association with Austin as it relates to the University of Texas. There are thousands of families in the state who have long legacies of uh, families as students at UT. But a lot of those that we hear about are the famous people, the judges, the lawyers, the philanthropists. And my family is just an ordinary family. But um, we love Austin and have had a, a long association with it that goes back to my grandfather, whose name was Benjamin Wiley Martin. He was a school teacher in East Texas, in Kirbyville, Texas. And when he was a young man, he moved his family to Austin each summer so that he could go to graduate school and later uh, worked on his doctorate here. The trip from East Texas to Austin was very long in the early 1800s. One year... Early that, 1900s? Yes, early 1900s. <laughs> um, one year after he, they had been coming for several summers, they actually made the trip in a car in less than a day, and that was so note, noteworthy, it was written up as a story in the Beaumont Enterprise. My grandfather uh, had a wife and four sons, and they loaded everything they needed for us the summer in one car and drove to Austin. And on one particular trip, they had a flat tire on the way, and to get to the tire tools, they had to unpack a lot of things that were under the seats, and among those things was a box where my grandmother had put her most valuable possessions, her uh, one or two pieces of jewelry. I know that she didn't have a lot, but mostly her silverware, uh, place settings for the table. And when the family got to Austin, that box was nowhere to be found. And all they could surmise was that it had been left on the side of the road when the tire had been changed. And that was a huge loss for the family and kind of a, a poignant moment when this story is told among our family. My grandfather uh, did finish his master's degree, and I have a copy of his thesis, which was a um, summary or an overview of schools in East Texas. At that time, schools were not common in East Texas, and his, uh, his thesis kind of covered those that, of course, he researched it, but those that he knew of. And, what they were teaching, the grade levels that they included, and who their teachers were. He also began work on his uh, doctorate and continued to come to Austin in the summers. And he never finished his doctorate work because he refused to write a dissertation. He thought that was a foolish requirement. 
and couldn't see that it would further his education in any way, and so he just said, I won't do it. So he has hundreds and hundreds of hours of college credit, but no doctorate degree to show for it. Uh, one other story that is always told in connection with those summers is about the house that the family lived in on this one particular summer. They would always just find a, a house to rent furnished for the summer. And my dad says that every day he and his brothers would go out in the yard and there was this one particular area where the grass would just shoot up overnight and they would have to get out a mower. I'm sure it was a, you know, handheld push mower and mow down this particular patch of grass. And after several weeks of doing that for uh, daily, a neighbor came over and inquired about the asparagus patch and they found out that they had been mowing down uh, an asparagus planting every single day of the summer. Um, my father was the youngest of four boys who at one time or another came to UT. What was his name? My dad. His name was Wayman Martin. His oldest brother, Roscoe Coleman Martin, came to UT and uh, finished a degree in political science and then finished a master's degree and he was really the scholar in the family in every sense of the word. He was the student that everyone wanted to have. He was extremely intelligent and the only one in our family who ever went on to any prominence in the field of political science. He ended up at Syracuse University and actually did some work for the State Department on and off during his career um, in the area of public administration. Overseas, he would help municipal governments reorganize and structure their city government. My dad, the young, young one, came to UT following high school and immediately began trying to live up to his big brother's uh, academic success at UT and the way he tells it he worked himself into a frenzy and uh, almost into what at that time would have been called a nervous breakdown. At the end of his freshman year the Dean of the uh, College of Liberal Arts called him in and said, Wayman, I've already talked to your dad about this. You are about to kill yourself trying to go to school can live up to the standard you've set for yourself. And I have already contacted a friend of mine by the name of Max Quinmus, and he has a job for you on his ranch, and you will be leaving the University of Texas for a year to work on his ranch and get yourself together, and at the end of that time, we'll be happy to have you back here at UT. So Dean Perkins sends my dad to the Max Winmus Wineglass Ranch, which is in the area of, that is now Pertinalis State Park. And he cowboyed for a year. I always say cowboy, but actually it was a sheep ranch, so he could have been a sheep boy. But he actually wore chaps and boots and spurs and rode fence lines and looked for babies that were in distress and repair the fence and move the herds, all the stuff that you see on television about cowboys. 
a story he always told in relation to that year was um, about the ranch hands sometimes going to a neighboring ranch to play dominoes or cards after they worked. And one night, Mrs. Winmus called them at the neighbor's house and said, don't come home, the river has flooded. And anyone who knows the Perdinalis in Central Texas knows that's very common uh, to have a flash flood on the Perdinalis. And so the guys just had to stay at the neighbor's house for a couple of hours longer than they had planned. And when Miss Winmus saw that the Perdinalis was back in its banks, she called the guys and they uh, went home. And of course, the problem here is that there was no bridge. They were going through the river to get back to the ranch. My dad didn't return to UT at the end of that uh, year, but uh, he did put in some time here, so that qualifies him. Then, um, where did he end up finishing school? He finished school at what was then Sam Houston State Teachers College, now Sam Houston State University. And he went on to be a superintendent in East Texas, right? Yes, he did. Um, I came to the University of Texas in 1970, and my older daughter and my younger daughter followed me here. And I kind of think of our times at the university in relationship to who was playing football at the time because we were all here at a very famous time. Um, I have my degree in education and finished that degree in 1972 and during that time Earl Campbell was playing football at UT. And I also got to sit on the top row of the new upper deck at one football game during one of those years. After I um, left the university and taught school for several years, I stayed at home with my daughters for 11 years. And during those years, my family moved to Austin for the summer for me to go to grad school. That was during the summers of 1987 and 88 and 89. And we would sublease an apartment for the summer. My husband, David, took over all of the uh, parenting chores. He was very progressive as a stay-at-home <laughs> <Yes>. dad. <laughs> he made a famous, was it ragu or prego spaghetti? That he, he made would... spaghetti, and we thought it was the best. And as it turned out, it was just ragu instead of mom's prego. Uh, well, my scratch. Oh, sorry, Mom. <laughs> we love that ragu. Anyway, I uh, finished my master's degree in library and information science in 1989. And it was soon after that that um, my older daughter, Kate, came to college at UT while Ricky Williams was playing. In fact, she met him at an office depot, or Best Buy, in Katy, Texas, and recognized him before she ever knew his name because of his dreads that he came to Texas with. And she got his autograph when he was still number 11, and I'm, I'm sure that it's worth a great deal of money. Kate left uh, the university after three years and got married and never finished her schooling at UT 
and longs to be back. Um, my younger daughter, Madeline, Hello. was uh, a student at the university when Colt McCoy was quarterbacking. And that is, that's her football identity. She was never a great football fan at that time, but has learned some things re, uh, since then. Uh, her, her bachelor degree from UT is in Spanish. And after living in New York for a couple of years and working some other jobs, she returned to grad school in the same program that I had gotten my degree in. It had been called Library and Information Science, but now it's just called Information Science. And she graduated in 2012 with a degree in Information Science. And I think that's kind of cool because she and I have the same degree from the same department. And she's an archivist here in Austin now, and um, so far that's it, all the Longhorns that we have in our family, hoping for good things for my four grandchildren. That's it.